Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Yo, hello, welcome to another episode of X of Words. Thank you for taking time out of your day or night or evening to come and spend 10 minutes with us bullshitting about mutants. Uh, you kind of know the vibes. I'm not going to pretend that this is something that isn't. So I'm not going to introduce me. You know me, I'm stupid. I've got someone better here for a first time episode. Welcome, Rudy. <laughs> Welcome, Rudy. Hi, Rudy. Hey, everybody. How you doing? I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Cool. You can follow Rudy at Rudy Trev. That's R-U-D-Y underscore T-R-E-V. So, Rudy, tell us like three strange or secret things about yourself one of which should be what the squeaking is <laughs> so the dog just picked up her toy <laughs> i promise you they weren't gonna bark but i didn't i didn't even think about the squeaking so there's <laughs> <laughs> before we started recording i was like rudy showed me his two dogs super cute uh and he was like ah oh, don't worry don't worry there's like a 10 percent chance that they start barking and as soon as we hit the record button the squeaking started <laughs> do you want me to get the the toy from her um at this point we kind of know what it is that'd be a fun a fun little punchline in the background yeah i'm 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 chaotic dad this morning uh, okay so yeah yeah tell us about yourself introduce yourself say hi yeah so i am rudy I have been bullshitting on Twitter for a long time. I only found X Twitter in like the last like year or so. Yeah. And I was like, oh, X Twitter exists. <laughs> oh, blanked. fuck. I blanked for a second. Oh, boy. I'm no, obsessed um, with the like yeah. the pause. I, I was like, oh. Oh, no, I. <laughs> I told you I was nervous. Aww. Yeah, I, I've, I've been on, on Twitter for a while. X Twitter's great. Everybody's great. Yeah. Love X of Words people. Ah, We love you, man. I appreciate it. It feels good. It feels good <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, um, yeah. Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I interrupted you. Continue. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of, sort of, artist, too. Nothing yes. professional yet, but I've been getting back into art it's been a weird few years but i've been back into art for a few years just started doing digital art so look out for that on twitter <laughs> oh 100 percent. so um how about when i post the tweet of this episode you just drop some of your art underneath you're going to be mentioned in the tweet so you'll be able to reply why don't you drop your art and then when people listen to the episode they can see all the stuff that you've done underneath Ooh, that sounds good bang solutions uh, I'm never going to say bang solutions again. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I need it every episode from now on. Yeah. You know I listen to these, so I'm, I'm, I'm checking. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Um, so today's question, <laughs> let's talk about what we're actually going to be talking about, um, is uh, what do we feel about the Kota kids, the children of the atom? Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, um, and if you're still reading Ch Children of the Atom, hit pause, like run away turn it off throw your phone whatever you gotta do spoilers yeah spoil i'm about to spoil 
um, Children of the Atom are a bunch of kids who uh, are kind of inspired by the X-Men. They've got a lot of kit and tech. We don't know how a bunch of high schoolers made all that fucking tech, by the way. We, boy, they found it. It was like alien tech that they managed to repurpose. A, a lot of it is, it's comic books, you know? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but There's we figured out... Does it matter? No. It, no, it doesn't. I mean, the kid with the wings, we're not even asking. Fine. Um, but yeah, so, so they're, they're humans. Uh, and there's an interesting thing about like, you know, appropriation versus appreciation. And we're just here to be like, do we give a shit? Really? Do we? So yeah, do now we? you know the question and now you've met the dogs and you've met Rudy and everybody's had just a minor breakdown. <laughs> I'm going to hit the timer and our X starts now. Okay, go for it, dude. What, what, what do you reckon? How do you feel? What's in your heart? I, as characters, I love them all already. They're great. Okay. Love, love that each issue has been focused on each one of them. We've got all five of them now. Mm -hmm. They've had an issue. I love the new, the most recent couple of issues too. Um, it started off a little shaky, but um, yeah, the the only thing that I'm like really disappointed with with the Children of the Atom is that they're not mutants, but it also gives you like an interesting angle about like human mutant relations and that sort of thing. Mm. Just, yeah, it's it's good to see people who are a fan of the X Men in a world that hates and fears mutants. Yeah, mm -hmm. they mm. are the children allies, unfortunately. But mm. I don't like them. You don't? Oh, no. Give me. I don't, give I don't me, like him. Give me the details. I don't like him, Rudy. I'm sorry. I tried. Um, and the thing is, I'm, I need more than that, though. You know what? I don't like him yet. I don't like him okay, yet. Okay. I feel like I liked them in the beginning. Okay. Um, but I, th I think maybe that's the point. Like, I, f I feel like they're kind of tr they're treading this uh, this difficult road of actually becoming a good ally. And I think in the start, they just were appropriative. There wasn't any, you never really saw an appreciation of mutants past their powers. There were opportunities yeah. where the kids get to have the opportunity to appreciate mutant humanity and experience. Sorry, no, I'll take, I'll wheel that back. That was an oxymoron. Not mutant humanity, but they had the opportunity. Yes. They had the opportunity to treat mutants with respect and didn't. And I think that's where that's where the ally thing missed for me. Because okay. you can't on one hand, you can't claim a lot of people claim their allies, but prefer the moniker to treating the people they claim to be an ally of with any respect. They'll disrespect the person they claim to be an ally to when that moniker is challenged. So it's way more of an ego thing. And it's like people who want to be swimmers but never want to jump in the pool. Like you can't claim the name if you're not doing the action. So on one hand, you know in, that, uh, in the scene where they're having dinner with, the, with their friend who they figured out is a mutant. Yeah. And it's just all very bad. And you're like... It was. It was so bad. Thank you for reminding me of that because I just... I forgot for <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that was the metal bit like that is that is our first spot of a meaningful interaction with a mutant who is your peer it's not you meeting the x-men and just being absolutely like gobsmacked which most people are but it's like how do you treat mutants who see you eye to eye people that you've known 
And I think maybe the trajectory of the Children of the Atom series is them learning how to move past, oh, aren't mutants and their powers cool? I want to put their powers on as a little costume into, fuck, the mutant experience is more than just cool lights and feeling special. And um, I see, I'm more interested in it now than I was in the beginning. Has, has anything changed for you with it or have you just loved it all the way through? I, I didn't, I was like a cautiously optimistic first issue. Second issue builds a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then once we get the Carmen issue, that's where I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm in. And it's because she's a mutant, but she's also yeah. Yeah. the first queer character that's introduced. Like the first time that we see one of the characters is queer. Yeah. So it's that intersectionality of, of the mutant experience. Yeah. Because she's black. She's, um, uh, Latinx. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what we, what we use for the term anymore. I'm, I'm a little behind, but, um, she's black. She's Latinx. She's yes. a lesbian. She's yeah, 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 yeah. She's, yeah, she's, she's intersectional as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... So she's, she's where we're getting more towards the point and where we want to be. And then everyone else, you're right, is just like kids who are like, oh, do you, are you are you a mutant? Can we get some of your DNA to get yeah. into the gates? Can yeah. We, can we get on Krakoa? Yes. Yeah. Purely exploitative. Like, exactly. what can we take from you in order to realize our dreams? It was and nothing then, about supporting <laughs> mutants. And then they just make it worse, too. Just bumblefuck their way through it. <laughs> I like your commitment <laughs> to the word bumblefuck. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Full stop. You follow me on Twitter, that's what you're going to get. A lot of, oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, I, so, Children of the I think I think Children of the Atom could be a bit of a dark horse. Because I, I think the strength of the series could be the way that this group intersects. Because now you've got um, kids who have their own marginalized identities. But now you've got a mutant in the group. And she's making the transition between uh, a sort of kid who loves the concept of mutants to the actual real messy lived experience of being a mutant. And I think she's, she's going to be the reality check for the group. Because a lot of their sort of commodification, exploitation, admiration mix is going to have to be grounded in like, fuck, we've stepped on our friend's toes. And also, I think there's big scope for one or two of them to go very bad because I don't think they would have played this group as close to the human as they have unless mutant... I, I, I feel like we got our first territory of Carmen was lifted up and put in the mutant territory. And I still think there's going to be a couple of them that are also going to be picked up and put in other territories too. I'm waiting for one of them to get very jealous of Carmen and decide that actually... Mutants are fucking assholes because they're on that razor edge of like, oh, we love mutants, but then getting really angry when you can't be one like your friend is. Very ally of them, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and if we, get, if we get there, like the nasty underbelly of like oh God. <laughs> enthusiastic allies and where that can end up, I think it could be a top tier expert. What do you think? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great point. I do, I do want to, before the time's up, mention that it's wonderful that in a cast of like five characters, two of them are queer and textually pretty queer. I guess um, Benny's not in the text named yeah. As, yeah. as Ace, but... Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I haven't seen... I can't for, in any memory, 
think of any ace representation before this like on in bubble yeah and i don't even know if we get it exactly here but vita did confirm on in a in a tweet thread of like their queer characters that they've created and everything ah yeah. okay i haven't seen so it it's, very, it's very implied because he's like oh i don't like people i don't like anyone like that yeah which i, th- I think is amazing yeah. because like yeah we've talked we talk so much about the boundless variance of mutants and mutanity, and we haven't even touched on the variance in humanity, <laughs> human experience. <Yep. laughs> We've had more representation of shape and texture than we have of sexuality, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> which is um, funny. Um, but everybody's favorite mutant, Anol, is the only, the only crossover there. Do you know what? And. I'm, I'm gonna take a full. I'm gonna take a full. You, because uh, Noel, I don't know if you listened to that episode, but Noel also kind of irritated me as well. Um, and now I just feel kind of down on the kids, and I want to change that. <laughs> I think they're meant to transform from shitty allies into something a bit better. I, I definitely think that the buddy is the most sus of them. Oh very, really? Very white woman. Oh. Ooh. But also. She could, she could be, they could all go the distance. They could all be good allies. They could all learn from their terrible mistake with their other friend at dinner. I wish I remembered his name. I forgot his name. I don't know. He was sweating like a villain though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. That's us. That is us, right? We have a minute to tie this up. Okay, so here's a spanner question for no reason. Uh, Do you think... There's any analogies between Franklin and the children of the atom? Oh. I mean, there has to be, right? Because Franklin, the whole way that he was exploring his mutanity is by doing things that are typically a little queer. Um, just like exploring like his, his, um, his visual identity, his getting an earring, that sort of thing. Just, oh. like, very, very queer coded in the text. A hundred percent. Yeah, totally agree. And we have two super queer, queer characters here, plus Buddy, who's not exactly um, gender conforming. You know, I haven't even drawn that parallel. That's really interesting. I'm yeah. surprised of all the characters that come out queer immediately. It's not the, not the kind of butchy girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I, I've got a, I've got a bit of a theory about where Buddy might be going, but I'm, I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna keep it, cl- play that one a bit close oh, to my chest. That, for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but like, okay, so no, I meant parallels in that like, <sighs> canon. Franklin was never really a mutant. He just kind of transformed himself into one, oh, right? When he was early. Yes. So it's like, yeah. is was Franklin V one children of the atom? Did he just have more juice? He just had the power to properly appropriate in the way that the ultimate ally. <laughs> added himself to the lgbtqia <laughs> i'm gonna be sick <laughs> i'm so i'm mad i'm mad about franklin because uh, uh, it's it's a problem but yeah that, that's a good that's a great parallel because you have the the one kid who is a reality warper who did the same thing that these kids have been trying to do exactly he's the prototype for them he is he was a pretender with the juice all right yeah all right. A whole bunch of pretenders. Is this the the pretending era? <laughs> Not this. <laughs> One of them got got. 
one of them got All right, and on those incredibly bad vibes, we. <laughs> but yes, in conclusion, I like the characters. Yes. But they're a little sus. They're a little. A, a little. These, these kids. These kids are. But they're stepping on toes. They are stepping on toes. But you know what? They're growing. The book's growing. We love it. We wait. We, we they're a bit. Yeah, we, we do love VR. We always love VR. But, you know, the book has great growth potential. The characters are amazing. Otherwise, we wouldn't feel this powerfully about them. Like, there's a lot of books you read that you just, nah. But, hey, where there's feelings. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you for joining. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for joining us. Jo Rudy, thanks for being here, buddy. This was a, uh, a hilarious little troll through, um, through a really fun book. And I'm glad you're here with us, man. I hope you come back Thank for many for more. Thank you for having me. I've been trying, I've been wanting to get on the podcast for a while, and I'm sorry, I'm happy that it finally came about. Well, you are always welcome. You're always welcome. Thank you, uh, thank you for being here, everyone. I've been Ashley. I've been Rudy. And this has been X of Words. Nice. Oh, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> I, had to, I had to get the pause in there, though. Someone that choke, someone I fit aside.